there was, I cannot remember the name of it. There was a social media site that I joined and it was like black and green. I remember like the, I don't know if it was the logo or the site itself and it lasted a hot minute. Nobody ever posted to it. And I, but I was on it and I cannot remember the name of it. For those just joining us, the Trailer Blazers, in the wake of Elon Musk buying Twitter, are trying to figure out which defunct social media platform they can buy and turn around. Look, we've got this is a long list. I think we could, I think we could buy one of these for pretty dang cheap. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that even we could swing, uh, Avatars United, or Baidu Space. Bye. <laughs> Baidu space. What about Elfwood? Science fiction and fantasy art and writing. We could buy Genie. We could buy Genie. We could buy uh, Hives. That's Dutch. Spire. Rent Boy. Oh my gosh. Remember Life Knot? No, no one does. Life Knot. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. No, here's a good one. Meme streams. I kind of like this one because it's all about memes, and that's all we really want. That's what uh, pretty much every social media platform turns into. Pretty much, most of my uh, most of my chats, my Instagram chats and Facebook chats are just meme streams. Yeah, pretty much mine too. As you've noted, I guess this is a podcast about movie trailers. It is the Trailer Blizzures. My name's Ben Moon, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mister. Nicholas Kelly. That's me. It is you, unless it's not you, unless you're a lizard person dressed up as Nick. You what if I was that? always a lizard person, then I'm <sighs> still me? Oh, man, you're coming at me with the big brain thoughts. If you never knew anyone other than the lizard Nick, then the lizard Nick is Nick. Lizard Nick. He might be a pretty good Spider-Man villain, but he'll never be as good as Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed when you found that rhino filter on Instagram. It was all over at that point. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to think if that was an Instagram filter or if that was, um, a, I think it was a Snapchat filter, actually. I think, I've, I think I recorded that on Snapchat. That makes sense. I saw it on Instagram, so to me it's an Instagram filter. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that, this is my rhino voice, and I'm just a goon. I mean, it's accurate to the 90s cartoon. Yeah, that's all that I care about is being accurate to the 90s cartoon. Mm -hmm. Well, folks, I guess we should talk about, you know, movie trailer related stuff. Um, So let's maybe talk about um, what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. Let's do it. So uh, we've been watching Moon. I'm caught up on Moon Knight. Me too. I watch it on Wednesdays. So this is going to be spoiler free, of course. Um, but I came away from the end of episode four and all of episode five going, I don't think I like this because it seemed to me like they went down the route that I was hoping they weren't going to go, which is, oh, this person's crazy and we don't know what's real and what's not. Except as the omniscient viewer, you do know what's real. We do. And and you had a, we had a conversation over tagged message. And you sort of turned me around. Why don't you tell the folks at home how you turned me around? Okay, well, I have read Moon Knight for 30 years. 
so I'm extremely familiar with how the afterlife stuff works in Moon Knight. Uh, most of the stuff in this new series is based on the Jeff Lemire comics, which is 100% the best Moon Knight run. Uh, and I can tell you the worst is Brian Michael Bandis, who is the worst uh, writer of female characters in all of Marvel. But the, uh, the Jeff Lemire run, so the way it works in the show, uh, we can talk about, like, this will come out next week. I think we can talk about episodes of a TV show that's airing week to week. So I, I won't go too in-depth, but there's an asylum. There's three levels that are happening here. There's a real-life, active-life Mark Spector, Stephen Grant in Egypt. And then something happens to him at the end of episode four, and he ends up in the afterlife, which is the same level of afterlife as Black Panther. It's the ancestral plane. It's the same thing in... In Marvel, the way the afterlife works is like how Earth works, where there's different cultures in the afterlife that are tied to different cultures on the Earth. So that's where there's like different religions come from these different cultures in the afterlife. So there's many different things, and none of them are like wrong. That's why there's all kinds of different living gods in Marvel and stuff like that. So that's how that works. So uh, in the Egyptian realm here, we have the afterlife, and there's the ship. And that's sort of like the first level of of afterlife that they're on and then there's this asylum which is kind of symbolized by the way that they go into the into the ship to get the to the asylum they go into the ship and down so it's like a level down so it's kind of like inception where you keep going down different levels you know but at at this bottom level where it's the where they're in the asylum mark is trying to be split apart because Ahmet doesn't want the Moon Knight as an adversary. So she's sort of trying to gaslight him into giving up. And that's why it appears like an asylum that they're trying to be like, oh, you're not actually a superhero. You're nothing. You're just crazy, which is we already know as as the omniscient viewer that we've seen the real world. We know that's not happening. We know that he is Moon Knight. Uh, so as soon as he is able to sort of reason out with himself and his other personalities what's happening, they're able to move to the second plane of the afterlife, a- away from the depths of the ship. So they once they get out of there, they're on the main ship, and that's like real time trying to get out of the afterlife or whatever, uh, resurrect, whatever's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in the next episode. It sort of works like Inception in a way, where like the further down you go, the more muddled it is. Amit exerts will in this afterlife and is trying to stop him, whereas the other forces... I think in the show, I think all of those statues of the imprisoned gods were imprisoned by these other the other group of gods that he talked to in the pyramid. Right. Who are sort of trying to seize control for themselves. So they're sort of... Like, anytime someone questions them, they trap them in there. So, like, that's why Amit is just trying to preemptively judge everybody because she's only supposed to be fed the bad souls after Anubis judges them. Who knows what happened to Anubis? He's supposed to be in there. But in the in the comics, I can talk about spoilers from the comics that might impact the show. He's also in this asylum, and they're being like, oh, there is no Moon Knight. You made him up. You're crazy. You're just a crazy guy in this asylum in Chicago. And then every time like the lights flicker, all the orderlies and stuff look like jackal men, like jackal monsters. And he's like, what? if I'm crazy, I'm seeing this, whatever. 
But then as it, it slowly, he comes to realize that, no, these are literally jackal monsters. And I'm in a, a cage. They've trapped me in here because they don't want the Moon Knight to stop Amit. So that's sort of the plot of the Jeff Lemire comics that this is based on. Okay. What what threw me off is that he kept going back and sitting in front of the psychiatrist. And I was just like, what is happening here? This is getting, and this is getting into, oh, he's crazy and we don't know what's happening. And I'm trying to guess what's happening. And this is not entertaining. I just think that that would only be true if there wasn't a greater universe that we in which we know that this is how this universe works like we know these gods are real and the magic is real and that the moon knight is out there if it was like a solo movie and there was no mcu around it then it would be different but we already know and we know that uh they're trying to stop him from stopping amit in the first place what if there's a parallel universe out there and the first mcu movie was moon knight that's the universe I'm from, then, I think, probably. <laughs> uh, well, it, you know, I'm try- I've am i been trying to go back through it in my head, and uh, I, I like, I still like it. Um, I, I'm ready for a little bit more actual Moon Knight. There, there hasn't been a lot of the actual Moon Knight. No, th- that's, they, they do this thing with the Disney Plus shows where, there's a buildup and then it's sort of like what Netflix did too, where like the last episode is, has all of the stuff I want to see in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they always get their suits in the last episode. At least Moon Knight had a suit a few times at the beginning, but like Captain America and, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, he didn't get that suit to the last episode and Wanda became the Scarlet Witch in the last episode of WandaVision and uh, yeah. stuff like that. The only difference was Loki because that one had a cliffhanger because it's, it's gonna have a second season yeah well you know i started to watch uh venom let there be carnage last night and i got too tired and had to stop about 25 minutes in i'm gonna finish it um it's it feels very sony i had more fun at venom 2 than any other marvel movie last year i liked it more than all of the other ones it's not better than them it's definitely dumb the plot is nothing that doesn't matter Tom Hardy as Venom is the best casting. The way he acts it, like the character, is a million times better than Eddie is in the comics. He's more entertaining than half the other leads are. And that movie's just goofy, and it's fun. There, I will say, I did chuckle a couple of times in some of the stuff that Venom says. Mm-hmm. Like, real quick, like real quick stuff that he says. Yeah. You almost miss it, but it's, it made me chuckle a few times, I will say. That's the whole point of it. Like... Who cares about the plot? It doesn't matter. It's a 90-minute movie. It doesn't matter what the plot is. Uh, Shriek is dumb and annoying. That's fine. Just ignore her. I haven't met Shriek. Oh, Shriek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The she's, girl with the... She's dumb and annoying. Just ignore her. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Venom doesn't matter. and Eddie and the way they interact makes the whole movie. It's so fun to me. Yep. I'll finish it. I may finish it tonight. We'll see uh-huh, how tired I get. Also, um, the end is really funny. Okay. Uh, that's all I had done watched. Looks like you've watched a few things. Yeah, so, uh, we already talked about Moon Knight. I watched, I'm still watching Halo. Watched that. It's good. I like it. Some real cool stuff in the last couple episodes. Still, still watching Tokyo Vice. It's awesome. Awesome show. Like, I still think even if you don't care about the, like, if I didn't listen to what they were saying, I'd still like it. It's visually, everything's neon. It's awesome. 
I watched. I don't know if I talked about this. I couldn't remember if I talked about this last week or not. I watched The Net with Sandra Bullock on Netflix. Oh my gosh, where she orders the pizza online, and we all thought it was so cool. Yeah, so that movie is so cheesy. I love it. It's it's dumb. Like it's a dumb movie, but I really enjoy watching it. How how did Sandra Bullock look in that movie? So young. Yeah, but she looks the same. Like she looks yeah. the same to me. I don't know. She's like a vampire. Uh, the bad guy in that movie, the British guy, was just like fake Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. I like the way that the net is just, I don't know, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like they made a movie about the internet before they really knew what the internet was. I know. I want to I wanna go watch it now. It's on Netflix. Oh, sweet. Okay. The Netflix, uh, which I did cancel Netflix because I wanted to join in the fun, but I still have it. It's going to end on May 4th, and then I'll just pick it up sometime in June again. Yeah. Um. And then, okay. Uh. Longtime listeners of this podcast may remember many, many episodes ago. Like we're talking first ten <laughs> episodes. Uh. There was a Indiegogo campaign for a TV show, a web series called Mystery Incorporated, which was going to be like an, a Riverdale knockoff, but but about Scooby Doo. So apparently this Indiegogo was successful, and uh, just this week, and Jay sent me this, so thanks Jay for this absolute gem. The first episode came out on YouTube, and I watched it, and it is really, really funny. Uh, Intentionally or unintentionally? Oh no, Ben, not intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, it's hilarious. It's like Riverdale in that way where it's like extra melodramatic, to a point yeah. where it's funny so i don't yeah. know if it's inten- it's a i should say i don't know if it's intentional because they have to be aware that this is stupid so they have to know but also it seems like it seems like there's some level of ed woodian taking pride in making this even though it's bad you know which <laughs> makes me enjoy it like it's not bad on purpose like those sci-fi dumb monster movies like sharktopus yeah it's bad for what it is in its heart which is what the kind of bad thing i like to watch yeah it's so melodramatic everybody looks like they're 45 the high school kids especially (laughs) daphne uh daphne looks like she's the same age as the actress that plays her mom (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous it's so great this thing is 52 minutes long oh yeah it's a full pilot episode yeah, and the, and I noticed that they 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 have fifty nine plus fifty nine thousand plus followers on YouTube. Uh, I hope their second episode gets funded. Then they posted a thing on this that said, "If every follower gives us just one dollar, it'll be funded for the second episode." And I do have to say, the production value on this is better than any Saban movie I've ever seen a trailer for. No way. Yeah, like they have like drones and like drone camera shots, and it's HD and like. The camera moves around and it's like the actors are Costco brand actors. So, you know, they're not the best. It's like reading lines, you know? Yeah. But they're not much worse than your average CW actor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I could see this easily being on CW because it's not stupider than Riverdale. Like Riverdale is the stupidest thing that exists and I love it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Mystery Incorporated is on YouTube. It's like it's like Riverdale where it's like more melodramatic and like making an adult version of scooby-doo but it's not like 
obscene or anything. There's no, it's there's not even really any swearing in it. So it's not like it's gratuitous, but it's it's just got this Riverdale filter of dumb <laughs> over it. It's so stupid. It's hard to explain, but it's really funny. I I was just flipping through it, and I only saw one special effect where he swings the bat, and the guy like turns to mist. Yep. I was like, that's not bad. I mean, it's pretty decent. Yeah, no, it it looks as good as anything on the CW and better than some of those DC shows that are on the CW. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And better acted than some of those DC shows. Like, (laughs) Legends of Tomorrow, to me, is the worst thing I've ever seen on CW, and this is better than that. Fun fact, it was announced that Legends of Tomorrow was canceled by the CW literally one hour after recording this episode. If we had um, a Patreon and we did, like, content for the Patreoner peoples... What do they call Patreoners? Patron, pa- patrons. What do they call them? Patrons. Yeah. Patreon followers. Anyway, we could do like a we could do like a um a live stream watch of me and you watching uh le- was it Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow is the bad one. Yeah, and just cringing and uh, getting tortured watching that because it would be torture for me. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. Be pretty funny, but uh, we ain't got no Patreon. I know some people would do a Patreon. We're not. We're not gonna do it. We're 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 too dumb. We are pretty dumb. Uh, all right. Well, that's what we done had watched uh, this past week, and uh, that brings us to the new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Our first little item here is pretty great. Uh, so the John Wick, John Wick series of of movies is my favorite like straight up action series uh, for action movies because the mythology that they built is really cool with like the like uh, secret society of hitmen and stuff. And there's a spinoff coming out about the ballerinas, which is Angelica Houston's little side hustle in John Wick Three, and the the main actress cast to be the ballerina in this ballerina hitman spinoff is going to be Ana de Armas who is Ana de Armas so I'm 100% involved <laughs> invested I'm, oh yeah I'm happy at this decision you want to know why because she is one of those actresses that wastes her time on movies like that one she was just in with Ben Affleck yep a waste of her time that's not what we want to see her in. This John Wick thing is what we want. This is the kind of stuff we want to see you in. Yeah, Blade Runner, Knives Out, John Wick. H- Hundo P. Also that the Gray Man movie the Russos are making with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. She's in that too. Absolutely. Yeah, so happy to hear this news. Stop making stupid Ben Affleck movies about sexicles. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, oh, What's yeah. this? So Disney unveiled their new release schedule through 2022-2023. Uh, I'm just going to run through some of these. They 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 did switch the Marvels, the Captain Marvel sequel, with Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania because Ant-Man is done and Captain Marvel sequel is not done, so they're putting Ant-Man out first now. So I'm just going to run through. So Doctor Strange comes out May 6th. Lightyear comes out June 17th. Bob's Burgers, May 27th. Thor, Love and Thunder, July 8th. Banshees of Inishirin, October 21st. A re-release of Avatar, September 24th. Not cool with that. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, November 11th. 
Amsterdam, November 4th. The Menu, November 18th. Strange World, November 23rd. Avatar, The Way of Water. I don't know. Is that the sequel to Avatar? December 16th. I didn't know that had a name. The Marvels, February 17th, 2023. This is switched with uh, Quantumania, so this is no longer true. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania is now February 17th, 2023. Uh, The Haunted Mansion, March 10th, uh, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. Indiana Jones, James Mangold's Indiana Jones movie, June 30th, 2023. The live-action Little Mermaid, May 26th, 2023. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, it says July 28th, but that is now the Marvels. They have swapped them. Correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they already make The Haunted Mansion and wasn't Eddie Murphy in it? Yes, but this one is Scarlett Johansson. It's a different one. Okay, so they're just redoing it. They're rebooting it. Yes. Okay, all right. To their credit, I'm much more likely to watch one with Scarlett Johansson in it. Um, I think I would be too, yeah. yeah. Is the Avatar 2 trailer already out? I didn't know it even had a name, so probably not. But if it's coming out in December of this year, that seems like... There probably will be one in June or something. Okay. Okay, I just want to make sure because I, I felt like I, re- I saw something about it and then I was like, wait, did a trailer come out? But a trailer coming out would be, it would be huge news. Yeah. Because this is one of the biggest movies that's ever ma- been made. For like some the reason. First one. Yeah, that is sort of strange that it was, do you think it was, beca- it was just, it was big because Titanic was so big and James Cameron's na- name was attached to it? I think it was big because of two things. One, that was the, the the brief resurgence of 3D was caused by that movie. And oh, 3D yeah. tickets are more expensive. And number two, uh, it did well overseas because it was colorful and mostly action. I think all those people that bought 3D TVs, I'm trying to think of where the majority of the glasses are. I can tell you... Uh, my TV, my plasma TV was a 3D TV. Uh, I bought it because it was a, a great plasma TV, not because it was 3D. And I believe the glasses are in a bucket in my basement that also has my Kinect in it for my Xbox. Yep. I imagine the majority of them are in a drawer, mm-hmm. like a junk drawer with a bunch of cords, like old USB, micro USB cords. Those are probably people. also in the bucket with the uh connect yes yeah so and if you have an entertainment center that your tv sits on it's in one of those drawers yep mine's in the basement with the connect though i don't have the tv anymore i have a new tv that that tv's gone so it's gone yep never to return well uh, of these are you uh, what are you most excited about from this list oh guardians of the galaxy 3 for sure for me i think i'm most excited about it's it's a it's a it's a toss-up between Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, I mean, Thor, yeah, I don't know. I, all the Marvel ones are the ones that I want. I do, I'm a little trepidatious about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, just because I don't know how that's going to work uh, without him. And yeah. it's just going to make me sad. So I'm not super excited about that movie. Like, I probably would just be sad the whole time. Yeah. Uh, also, there's no Star Wars on here. Not a single Star Wars. Yeah, no, there's no Star Wars movies. Star Wars works better as a TV show anyway. Yeah. I wonder if just going forward, they're just going to make a bunch of Star Wars TV stuff. I think they should. I think they're better as TV shows. Long-form yeah. storytelling I like better anyway. Yeah, you and you and my wife, Erin. Yep. My wife. Uh, my wife. 
we got some not so great news, although they, we can still come back from this, I think. Yeah. But we have a director change from uh, for uh, for Fantastic Four. We lost John Watts. Yeah, I kind of was thinking they had announced this too early to be concrete that John Watts is going to direct Fantastic Four. So he's stepping away. He says he's going to work again with Marvel in the future, and so does Kevin Feige, which to me, what happened is they solidified the next Tom Holland trilogy uh, behind closed doors, and they're like, well, we want John Watts to do this, actually. So maybe let's find someone else for Fantastic Four. Oh, that's an interesting theory. That's what I think. Uh, I love John Watts. I love the tone of all of those Spider-Man movies. But that doesn't mean we can't get a new cool director for Fantastic Four. Which leads me to my question is, who would you want? Who do you want to direct this? Or who do you think would be good at directing this? I've been thinking about this all afternoon, ever since we talked about this in the early afternoon. I landed on Bryce Dallas Howard because she's the GOAT. Uh, she's the GOAT. That's who I landed on. Yeah, she's Bryce Dallas Howard's one of the best living directors, it turns out. Yep. I love her. She's great. She can do uh, ensemble cast stuff. She is good with working with special effects. She's good working with, like... Beloved characters and franchises. Yeah, I was going to say sci-fi franchise work. She's great. She's great. And also, just anyone in that family is going to be great at directing. Uh, I love Bryce Dallas Howard. She's my number one. Uh, I think Olivia Wilde is a really good director uh, for being a newer director. She's really good. I would like to see her. Peyton Reed, who did the Ant-Man movies, I think that tone is good for Fantastic Four. I agree, 100%. And, I, I totally agree. But mostly my number one is Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, I agree. I think uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, my number one, then Peyton Reed, probably number two for me. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, do, what other Marvel characters do you think we'll see show up? In Fantastic Four or just in general? In Fantastic Four, because they're in New York. They're based out of New York, right? Yeah. Um, who interacts with them the most? She-Hulk, Spider-Man. Uh, who interacts? Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. Yeah, I want to see Silver Surfer. I want to see Annihilus. I want to see Doctor Doom, uh, Galactus, Dragon Man. All this celestial stuff. Maybe we'll see like a real Galactus, like a real celestial. I think that. They're setting up for that because in Eternals, Arisham's armor is all beat up. And it's like, who beat up his armor? Maybe Galactus. Like, how did he get wounded? He's like the biggest, most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah. I can only think of one one thing. Galactus. He had a little, he had a little tussle with Galactus. That's what I want. Hey, but... But he hadn't had a tussle with Rhino. So we don't know if, uh, you know, you never know. Could be that uh, maybe he bumped into him in the in some back alley. And, uh, you know, maybe may, maybe he stepped on the toes of Rhino. I don't know. I love Rhino. Man, he's my favorite Spider-Man villain. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just have to see. I'm sure, you know, Marvel, they're going to choose who's going to be able to tonally direct it right and all that kind of stuff. So we'll just see. We'll just see. Press Dallas Howard. Uh, B- BDH, baby. Hey, let's bring back a game. What do you say? I agree. Let's bring back a game. And it's not an old game. It's a new game. Do you want to play a game? I do. And it's called VH Guess. 
Looking for video cassettes? I bought a great VCR at Walmart. Now I'm back for some good tape. Record up to six hours on T120 VHS cassettes from Polaroid or Sony. VH guess, buddy. We're going to flip the script on y'all this week. And uh, I'm going to have to guess... The back of the box VHS movie description. So, where did you find the back of the box? I went on Google and I typed the name of the movie I wanted with VHS back cover. Oh. And it turns out that's an easy way of finding them. Yeah, having the, having, that's what I should have done last week and I didn't do it. I'm kind of ashamed of my performance of picking movies last week. Let's withhold your self judgment until you see the movies I picked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right hit me with them i'm gonna start off here i'm gonna read the back i'm gonna i'm gonna omit stuff as i go like you did yeah so yeah i just did screenshots so <laughs> all right <laughs> color 1981 a group of scientists join forces to create a potion to halt world hunger by making things grow to enormous proportions chaos breaks loose when the experiment when the experiment in the swamplands of Florida is attacked by two thugs who want to steal the secret potion. That's all you get so far. Oh my god. If you need more, I'll keep going. Jeez. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh, it is not cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> Makes everything grow bigger? Yeah. Chaos breaks loose when the experiment in the swamplands of Florida is attacked by two thugs who want to steal the secret potion. The secret potion. Florida yep secret potion two thugs two thugs during the struggle this is a new line during the struggle yeah. the scientist is covered with the flaming potion the scientist is covered with the flaming po meteor man <laughs> <laughs> not quite not quite meteor man the scientist is covered oh oh is this um oh is this toxic avenger close we're in is the swamp thing. This oh, is swamp West thing. Craven's swamp thing. Oh yes, yes. This is it. So it's swamp thing. Adrian Barbeau and the Swamp Thing, an outrageous pair. Uh, I thought that would be that was the most VHS movie I could think of with Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you ready for this next one? Let's go. I believe you are familiar with this, and I apologize if it turns out that you aren't. But I remember okay. you talking. I think it's this that you were talking about in other episodes. So. Oh. All right. Blank and his courageous crew travel through space, helping to bring peace and harmony to all life forms. In this adventure, they use a time machine to go back a million years into the past to save a planet and encounter strange prehistoric creatures. Will they be able to change the past to save the future? You find out in this daring space story. And I'll give you a hint, it is not Dino Riders. It's not Dino Riders. It's not Land of the Lost. Because that was a show. It is... Uh, this might be a show. Not, it might be a show. It is a VHS back cover. I did not say it was a movie. They go back a million years, it says? Yeah, it says they go back a million years into the past to save a planet and encounter a strange prehistoric creatures. Will they be able to change the past to save the future? You find out in this daring space story. Hmm. It's daring. Okay, a daring space story. They go back in the past. We've got prehistoric creatures. Prehistoric creatures. Carnosaur. No, it's not Carnosaur. That's modern day. Prehistoric creatures. It's possible the thing that you are familiar with is something else that I'm misremembering. But I, when I saw this, I thought it was that thing. But... 
If you want, is, if you want a hint, I can give you a hint of the thing I'm thinking of. Is it? Wait, is this animated? Yes. Oh, it's animated. Oh, um, it's not Dino Riders. Nope. I believe it is of Japanese origin. Looking at the art on this VHS. Is it? Is it? No, this can't be the thing that I saw in kindergarten that I can never know what it, I can never remember what it was or never knew what it was with like pterodactyls and stuff flying and. I have no idea. Do you give I don't up? Know. Yeah, I give up. This is The Adventures of Captain Future, Volume 1. We call him Captain Future, a visionary man, traveling through the galaxy, and since time again, never been like... Oh, no, no, Captain Power and the Knights Captain of the... Captain Power, okay, I... Yeah, I Captain Power's... All right, I goofed that up. I thought you were. I thought Captain Future was the one you had the lunchbox up, but it was Captain Power. Yeah, Captain Power. So there was no way you were going to get that, but you know, so Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, I think, is what it was called, or yeah, Soldiers of Tomorrow, something like that. Are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. Get hit me. This one you're going to get. So I have full confidence in you here. Okay. Want someone to infiltrate a top secret organization or steal a scientific formula that could change the world? For the right price, Blank is your man. And if you're looking for a sexy sizzler of a thriller, Blank is your movie. Blank plays a suave espionage hero named Blank, (laughs) a.k.a. Blank, and Elizabeth (laughs) Shue co-stars in this atmospheric mix of bold adventure and grand romance. I can keep going if you need. No, it's The Saint. It is The Saint, yes. Val Kilmer. Tell me you love me. Elizabeth Shue. Who are you? I uh that was like the first thing I was like trying to think of movies that would only exist on VHS. <laughs> it's like The Saint, of course. <laughs> 90s movies. And that, that's almost the description of Austin Powers. I look I was looking at the Austin Powers one and I was going to do that but I was like this is too easy. And then I went to one that was just as easy cuz it's the same <laughs> description. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you ready for your next one? Let's do it. This one's too easy, I think. Okay, I like easy. So I'm going to go line by line, and then you tell me when you get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blank is an ordinary boy destined for a most extraordinary adventure and a spectacular, aboard a spectacular futuristic spacecraft. Uh, oh, uh, well, it's a boy. Oh, oh, this is a flight of the navigator. You got it in one line. Yeah. I guessed this one last time, so I had to do it this time. Sit down, navigator. You have the information I require to complete my mission. But I'm gonna that is, now. Now that's that's a movie. When I think VHS, I absolutely think Flight of the Navigator. I'm gonna read the whole description because it's great. Oh yeah, do it. So David Freeman is an ordinary boy destined for a most extraordinary adventure aboard a spectacular futuristic spacecraft. After a mystifying disappearance, David returns possessing vast, undiscovered knowledge about the farthest reaches of the universe. With these sudden navigational powers, David is able to take the fantastic flying machine anywhere he desires, accompanied by both its wise-cracking robotic commander Max and assortment of bizarre extraterrestrial creatures. Embark on a fun-filled, fast-paced journey of fantasy and adventure as David takes off for the flight of a lifetime. Compliance. That's a great movie. It, it's So there is... Um, I think when I was a kid, I used to have dreams. Uh-huh. And... These dreams were very similar to 
those the scenes in the movie where the the ship is on the truck bed covered it's like the sunset and it's like a silhouette of it mm-hmm. and it's playing that music that like ominous music when it's like calling out to david and like that's like iconic in my head and like i see it in my head but do you see this next one in your head we shall see it is it remains to be seen my my good man the year is 2058 with the Earth's resources severely depleted, human survival depends upon this mission. The daring plan will launch an entire family into the furthest reaches of hyperspace, the only habitable planet in the galaxy. But when a stowaway sabotages the mission, they find themselves hurtling through uncharted space. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, why it's a, um, uh, I, I want to say it, it's a it's a regular. What's the what's the old story set? The uh, I, I keep wanting to say Robinson Crusoe. Swiss Family uh, Robinson. Yeah, I, why it's a regular Swiss Family Robinson in space. A space family Robinson. A space family Robinson. Yeah. Um, so you are talking about uh, Lost in Space. The 1998 Lost in Space, one of my favorite movies in the history of time. Lost in space. Holds up, in my opinion. Not all of the special effects do, but the movie does. His helmet does. I mean, that helmet is one of the dopest helmets. Here's the thing. This movie, William Hurt had no business acting as good as he did in this movie. Like... This is a goofy thing. Like he came at this hard, and he he did his William Hurt best, and uh, Jared Harris as future Will crushes it. Uh, Heather Graham was I completely in love with Heather Graham when I was eleven because of this movie? A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> uh, this movie's great. Gary Oldman, come on, come on, come on. Practical effects for the robot sometimes, um, mostly practical. Uh, Weird, creepy vibes that are almost Joseph Kaczynski-ish. Great movie. Great movie. Love it. Underrated, you'd say. Underrated. But also, it might be sort of like a cult type thing where only certain people like it. I don't know if new people coming to it would like it. I just love it. One of my favorite I need movies. To go back. I need to go back and watch it. Is it oh, you know what? I have, I have Google Play credit. I could, I could rent it. There you go. I don't know if you'd like it. I love it. I mean, I've seen it. It's just, I mean, it's been, gosh, it's been over 20 years. Yeah. It's just, it's the vibes. It's all the vibes. When they're in that, that dead, derelict spaceship and, like, walking around and oh, it's so creepy and cool. And, like, the dialogue is so cool. I don't know. Like, Judy, uh, Heather Graham says, she's like, the air is stale, cold. And then Dr. Smith goes, that's the smell of ghosts. It's just so good. It has no business being written so well. <laughs> well, we have some business to take care of, and that is the business of watching these new, 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 new trailers, folks. We have an Adele teen, an Adele teen. Yep, an Adele teen, an Adele teen, and uh, we've got. Yeah, some uh, some stuff that looks good and some stuff that don't look so good. There's only a couple that I'm like. There's one that I'm really jazzed about, but most of them are just kind of 
Yeah, we're not really jazzed about this first one, which is the third season of Love, Death, and Robots, uh, Volume 3, I should say here. And this is a Red Band trailer full of gratuitous content. This show is too violent. I don't like it. Um, I do not like it. But I do like an aspect about it that I feel like I wish it was something else so that I could enjoy the aspect I like, which is that it's basically just... uh, a bunch of different animation styles of people trying out animation styles. Yeah. Yeah, I would like this more if it wasn't just... The, the, here's the deal. The selling point of this, and I know we've talked about this before, the selling point of this is that it's it has gratuitous content. It's like, hey, you would never think that they'd make computer animated stuff, um, you know, really risque, but well, we're, well, they did. And a lot of people really like that. You know, it's 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 like people that like um, gore, like excessive gore in movies. Like this is the kind of stuff they want, and that's fine. You want to have this stuff, you can have this stuff. It's not it's not for me. I'm not the target demo. Um, I just I don't. I, to me, this stuff doesn't sell a story. It doesn't automatically make the story good or enjoyable. It's like it doesn't serve a purpose other than to to be a selling point for the people that want it. There's such a thin line for me personally for this whereas like i love evil dead which is obviously super gory but it's stupid and it's like three stooges gory the the guys are spewing blood is so absurd in that movie yeah it's ridiculous and it's hilarious yeah exactly so it's like i can go stupid or i can go like a realistic amount or i guess if it's gory to me it has to be funny like cabin in the woods is funny too and that's gory and i like that movie but uh this is just like I find it unsettling. Yeah, it's not. That's not for us. This is not for these dumb dudes. I just wish I could enjoy these animation styles in a different setting. Like I wish they'd make something else. Yeah, I hundred percent. Yeah, yeah they, I wish they would not waste their time on this and do something that we like. So we don't like this. We, we <laughs> so we don't like this. Um, all right, let's move on to this next. We got another red band trailer for bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, so this is a satirical murder movie that's sort of making fun of twenty-year-olds and how they talk. The uh, oh, is it making? Fun? I thought it was like oh no, it's 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 a it's a joke. It's on purpose. Oh, okay. So okay, I it flew right over my head. I thought oh, this is just a celebration of Gen Z. Oh no, and, it's and making like fun all of all the. Oh, okay. Okay, so maybe I don't hate this. I thought I was like, I hate this. Oh, uh, when it, the plot is when a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at bas- backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very, very wrong. Uh, this is like, I was reading something about this before and, and they were talking about how it's a satire of, of basically internet comment speak. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, jeez. Now, now I feel. Like, hey, well, I watched that trailer and I didn't really get it. It just sounded like a bunch of old people, uh, young people, and they're just talking, and I couldn't understand it. Well, I did read supplemental material before I watched the trailer. That's probably helpful. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson's in it, playing like a a jerk character, and I never heard of any of the other people in it. I don't think, but. It's in an A24 movie, so I know Steph will watch it and tell me if it's good. Steph, tell us, tell us if it's good. Please, please. Well, the, she'll automatically like it because it's A24, so she can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a good source for uh, gauging the 
the quality of this. Um, all right, so I, I still probably won't watch it. Yeah, it'll probably miss me, but there you go. I do want to. I do want you to us to get Steph's review, and then we can talk. We can bring it onto the show. Yeah, she can come on and talk about it. Yeah. All right. So then we have a trailer for the Essex Serpent. Um, more like the Essex Essex Snooze Fest, if you ask me. The plot of this is follows London widow Cora Seaborn who moves to Essex. That's hard. To, that was a hard sentence to get out. Too many S's. <laughs> uh, to investigate reports of a mythical serpent, she forms a bond of science and skepticism with the pastor. But when tragedy strikes, locals accuse her of attracting the creature. Here's what I have to say about this. There better be a creature. There better be a serpent. Because I'm naturally drawn to anything with a monster in it like this. Like a folkloric monster makes me want to watch it. And if I watch this whole thing and there ain't no serpent and the serpent was the friends we made along the way, Uh, I'm going to be mad. The serpent was what was inside the paper. (laughs) The The serpent was, was within us. I don't want the serpent within us. I want the serpent within the water, and I want to see it, and I want it to be a cool monster movie. Is there a folkloric serpent in, like, English folklore? Yeah, there's all kinds of sea monsters in English folklore. Uh, None of them as famous as their neighbor to the north, Nessie, who I am going to find, hopefully. I want this for you. Uh, I, I, this looked so boring to me. I don't want this at all. I want it if there's a real monster element to this. But if it's all just, if the monster's not, there's two things that this can be. It can be a movie that actually has some sort of sea monster element to it. Or the sea monster can be the friends we made along the way. And I don't want that one. I don't want that version, but I'm afraid that's what it is. So you want... You want the stranger comes to town story. You don't want a hero goes on a journey. Yes, I want the stranger comes to town and I, and that stranger is a sea monster. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So that's all. I mean, we don't. That's all we have to say about that yet. Yeah, that one's gonna come out on Apple. I'll I'll watch that one, but there better be a monster in it. Or you're gonna regret it. Yeah. All right, so the next trailer is The Black Phone. This is the second trailer. This is that movie with Ethan Hawke with the kid in, in a magical black phone on the wall and why Ethan Hawke doesn't take it off the wall is beyond me. Yeah, so Ethan Hawke is playing the basically a guy cosplaying the Babadook in this. Uh, the plot is, <laughs> after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. So this is based on a a short story by Joe Hill, who is the son of Stephen King, and is directed by Scott Derrickson, who directed Doctor Strange and stars Ethan Hawke. Those are three things that are enough to make me watch this on HBO. I like Joe Hill. I like Ethan Hawke. I like Scott Derrickson. I don't think it looks good, but I think it it has some Stephen Kingy vibes. Like Joe Hill stuff, being the son of Stephen King, often has Stephen Kingy vibes. And I do like Stephen King. Stephen Kinky vibes. Yeah. Stephen Kingy vibes. Stephen Kinky. Why? <laughs> Why is his name not Joe King? Why is it Joe Hill? Wanted to uh, wanted to get published without the name attached. Ah, uh, okay, that makes succeeded. Sense. I get that. Good. Yep. Sort of like okay. Nicolas Cage abandoned Coppola because he's what? a Coppola. What? You didn't know that? Uh, no. Oh yeah, he's a, he's one of the Coppolas. 
He's like uh, Sophia Coppola is his cousin, so he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Didn't know any of that. Wow. Um, oh, quick quick story about Nicolas Cage. I know we all we do is talk about Nicolas Cage on this podcast. Uh, my friend Roman is an AD in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Works on he's worked on HBO shows. He he worked with Ben Mendelsohn on uh, The Outsider. He has worked with Nicolas Cage. Okay. Turn so so Roman. Super cool guy, big kaiju fan, big Godzilla fan, starts talking to Nicolas Cage about uh, Godzilla because Nicolas Cage had an old school 1970s Godzilla shirt. Turns out Nicolas Cage, huge Godzilla fan. That makes me happy. Yeah. And so they, they anyway, there's more to the story, but essentially it's just, I just want you to know he's a, he's a Godzilla fan. Was so, Nicolas Cage people. nice to your friend? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. That makes me happy. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he said that you know those, those those the two videos that came out lately where he's wearing like the corduroy like suit and the other one where he's wearing the is it like a flower print or something yeah. you're talking about? Um, he's like the the Nicolas Cage that you see in those videos that is him. He's like that all the time. Great, yeah. I remember uh, on something I was reading an interview with Sofia Coppola because uh, I, I like all of her movies and she was talking about him. And she'd be like, he's my favorite cousin because sometimes he'll just appear at my house and take me somewhere on some lavish vacation. <laughs> and we'll go to like Vegas or across the world, stuff like that. So he seems fun. He does seem fun. Yeah, my, Roman's like, it's never a dull moment with, with him. So pretty pretty fun. Yep. We have a, oh, yes. Okay, this one. Guys, we have a, another trailer here. And you really get a good sense of what it is uh, for Chip and Dale. Yeah, this is the second trailer for the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers Disney Plus movie. This is the best one on the list. It is easily the best one on the list. It this is this looks be- way better than it has any right to look. Does it not? Yeah, it has full on Roger Rabbit vibes. Like absolutely, all of the cartoons are there mixed with live action, just like Roger Rabbit. Uh, the humor in the trailer is funny. The voice cast is funny. I like, I like the fact that uh, they were making fun of the animation from like the Polar Express with the dead eyes and stuff. <laughs> and they call them tunes. Yep, tunes. Uh, Will Arnett's in it. Uh, I didn't know he was in it originally. He's great. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, I really like John Mulaney. Does the voice of Chip? Yeah, he's Chip. It's Chip. Uh, he's. I really like him in this in this role. As a voice I actor. I always love John Mulaney. He's Spider-Ham. Uh, he's the yeah. only stand-up comedian that I really like because I don't really like stand-up comedy, but I love John Mulaney. Oh, man, you don't like Nate Bargazzi? Oh, I like him. He's on... He's on uh, uh, there's a podcast that's not around anymore, but one that I used to listen to a lot called Movie Crush. And he was on a bunch of episodes of that, and he was always funny. Movie Crush is... I know. I've heard that. I talk about it a lot. Okay, that's not okay. They used to they used to do uh, interactive things, and they would read my stuff all the time to a point where like I became friends with one of the guys that was the host. <laughs> like I I was with him at Dragon Con this year. Oh no way! Because yeah, they're in Atlanta. Nice. But they don't do it anymore. No, they don't do it anymore because uh, the what the main host Chuck Bryant, his main podcast, the stuff you should know, is one of the biggest podcasts that exists. Oh yeah, and. Uh, he didn't have time to do this one anymore, but I became friends with the producer Noel from that podcast. So, shout out to Noel Brown. He's not listening, but shout out anyway. 
Shout out. So this, um, I, I, when is this coming out? This comes out on Disney Plus on May 20th. And it's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie on, on Disney Plus. Was it on that list we had, we looked at earlier? Uh, no, I don't think so. Huh. Uh, I can't wait for this, man. Oh, the, oh, I don't want to talk about uh, Peter Pan in this. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. I cannot wait for this. Guys, if you haven't seen this trailer, you got to go watch it, man. You really get a sense of what it is. Yeah, it's really fun. It's total Roger Rabbit vibes, and that's one of the best movies yeah, of all time. absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Next trailer here. Oh, geez. We, we went from a high to a low here. Jurassic World 3. This is the second trailer on this. Ugh. Four years after the destruction of Island Nublar, dinosaurs now live and hunt alongside humans all over the world. The fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are to remain the apex predators on a planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures in a new era. Of all this, of the things I wish were one movie to only is Jurassic Park. This makes no sense. There's 8 billion humans on the planet. And are these just uh, magically reproducing these dinosaurs? How are there so many? How can they even be a threat? Guys, we have rocket launchers. These are flesh and bone creatures. This is ridiculous. They're just animals. They're just animals. Like we can, you can trap a t. Guys, we have, we we have put orcas in captivity and trained them. Orcas scarier than any dinosaur. A dinosaur could not. You like a T Rex, the biggest T Rex. You could just shoot with a minigun and it would be dead in thirteen seconds. So like you, you could kill you it with a helicopter. You'd kill with a helicopter. Yeah, it's like an Apache 30 millimeter cannon. It wouldn't even take that many shots. Maybe like two. Yeah. So I find that this story works when it's several people trying to get away from them in a in a theme park. But yeah. it does not work when it is the entire Earth. This is deeply stupid. Uh, I really don't like this. I think it looks bad. However, I really want to see the main three guys. I want to see Ellie and... and Alan and I want to see Ian Malcolm and I so I'll probably watch this for free on something, but I don't. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I'm not paying money for this. No, I'll tell you no that. chance. Uh, I do love those three actors. Yeah. Um, this I, I don't know. They must have gotten paid a lot to do. That's the only reason I can think why they would do this. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not good. Deacon Lockman's in I, it. I like her. I just I'm trying to think like. If I was in charge of Jurassic Park, what direction would I take it? I don't know, Nick. I don't know, but I can, I can, I can pretty much feel confident saying that I wouldn't take it in this direction. I would not have made any sequels if I owned Jurassic Park. I just think it should be one movie. Take that money and resurrect Pleistocene mammals. That that's something that you can do. Yeah, make a real Jurassic Park. Make a real Pleistocene. Make Pleistocene Park in real life. Have Ground sloths and and megatherium and uh, arc, uh elasmotherium, elasmotherium, paraceratherium, paraceratherophilus. Just get us all the theriums. Give us all the theriums. What's the saber tooth tiger called? I can never remember. Smilodont. Smilodon. Bring us Smilodon. Glyptodon. Glyptodon. Short faced bear. That's what we want. Yeah, just. I mean, that's what me and Nick want, at least. Just, just give it to us, okay? 
Dinosaurs get all the press, man, but it's all about this megafauna mammals. That's yeah, what it's all about. I like the weird mammals of the Ice Age. They're way cooler and genetically more diverse. I mean, you, how many different size horses are there? There's like 15. Whose horses are these? You can't even ride them all. Some of them are too small to ride. Yeah, like little Sebastian. There's some smaller than little Sebastian. You'd break them. There might be horses cuter than little Sebastian. They think about that. Yeah, let's bring them back. Not these dumb dinosaurs in this stupid Jurassic Park sequel. These people, these these executives over who made is it Warner Brothers? Is that who makes this? I don't know, but probably that sounds like something they would do. Stop it. It might be Universal. Get I think help. Universal makes Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. You're right. It's Universal. Um, get, get some help before someone asks me. I know it's Universal. Yeah, that was a joke. All right, enough. Of, uh, <laughs> enough of this. Enough of this madness. Let's talk about something Korean. We have Money Heist Korea Joint Economic Area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird translation. That's like a literal translation. Money heist Korea, joint economic area. Yeah, that's like when I'm at work and I plug things into Google Translate. It comes out like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the plot of this is a genius strategist and people with different personalities and abilities fighting an extraordinary variable and engaging in unprecedented hostage play. That also sounds like I plugged it into the translate in Google. I, it absolutely does. So this is Korean. It's uh, despite the bad name, it's probably pretty good. A heist series, a Korean heist series. They're they're wearing jumpsuits and masks, so that must be the Korean thing of the of the year to do Squid Game style. The Korean way. Yeah. This is the Korean way. This I will say this looks better than that NBC show with the girl from Firefly. Oh yeah, American network shows are all bad. They, they, I think they, I think you're right. I think you're right. This looks pretty good. It's probably pretty good. Do you think it'll be buzzy? Like it'll be some buzz around it? There's a lot of Korean stars in this. Like big time Korean yeah, stars. Yeah, uh, Sun from Lost is in it. Yep, yep. I think some of the people from uh, Squid Game are in this. I didn't watch that, but I see I see Yunjin Kim in the credits here. Yeah. I kind of want to watch this, especially if she's in it. I want to watch it because I'm expecting it to be pretty dang creative. I've never seen, I've so far never seen a bad Korean thing, so I don't want to break my streak, so I hope it's good. You know, I don't think I have either. Granted, they're only giving us stuff that plays well to American audiences, I, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a wide, I, ha, I don't have a wide selection of things that I have seen, but of of the things I have seen, they've all been good. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, I wonder, do you think this stuff is shipping uh, in other places around the world? Like, do you think you think like Squid Game did well in Europe? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm wondering. I bet it, I think it probably was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, if you're in the other parts of the world, tell us if Squid Game was good. Do we? That's that's a good question, Nick. Do, do we have listeners in other countries? I I don't know if we do. Not that interact with us on social media. If there are the amount of downloads we get, we must get some. We're very big and speeding. All right, so then we have a trailer for Night Sky. Night Sky is a series on Amazon Prime. Follows Franklin and Irene York, a couple who years ago discovered a chamber buried in their backyard, which inexplicably leads to a strange, deserted planet. This stars J.K. Simmons and uh, Sissy Spacek, and it's a sci-fi series on Amazon. And it kind of, it's kind of got a a weird sort of weird kind of creepy sci-fi vibe but also like jk simmons is the best so i'm kind of intrigued 
Yeah, I like that J.K. Simmons is in it. I also, it looks like it has Dragon Balls in it. There's a scene where she's holding a Dragon Ball. Yes, uh, probably to make a wish, I imagine. Probably so. So, should I tune in for the Dragon Ball and for J.K. Simmons? Well, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, you don't have Amazon, so... Aaron has Amazon, though, so I think we do have Amazon. I just, I'm, not si- I'm not signed in. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen Tomorrow War. Oh, I saw that. It's okay. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. So, Night Sky, maybe... Will, will it ever come out? We'll see. What do you think? It's going to come out? Oh, uh, yeah. It's coming out on May 20th on Amazon. And then we have a trailer for Watcher. Watcher is a young woman moves into a new apartment with her fiancé, only to be tormented by the feeling that she's being stalked by an unseen Watcher in an adjacent building. And this stars... Micah Monroe and uh, the bad guy uh, or antagonist is Bern Gorman, who is one of the scientists from Pacific Rim, the one that wasn't Charlie. Uh-huh. Oh, he's in Halo, too. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in. he's a bad guy in Halo. Hmm. So you and I, I think we both, I think we've called it. I think we called this one. Yeah, so the whole time, because there's like this figure in the window across the street and like up a few floors... My whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is probably a mannequin, and she's, like, making herself crazy over this. Yeah, I was, and I thought, oh, it's just a cardboard cutout of, like, Barack Obama. Yeah, something like that, you know. And I think she's going to, like, escalate this and in the typical thriller fashion, and then at the end we're going to find that there's a mannequin in there. Yep. I think we, we, we don't even need to watch it. I think that's, we called it. Uh, this is the kind of movie where uh, I I usually will read the Wikipedia of the movie because I want to know what the twist is. I do that <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I would never watch this. Uh, people being paranoid is not entertainment, guys. Is this what we are? Is this the kind of thing we we find entertaining? W- women um, suffering from paranoia and and fear. To me, there is nothing entertaining about this. And yet we keep making it. We just keep making it. Why? Mm, it depends. If she wins at the end, maybe it's empowering. She she spin kicks the head off the mannequin, <laughs> or she she kicks Barack Obama in the midsection, and it, and the cardboard bends and it like folds in half and just falls on the floor, and all you see is the back of the cardboard cut out. Because like and it the uh, Blumhouse Invisible Man movie was really good with Elizabeth Moss, and that was a similar kind of thing. Was it about paranoia? Yeah. It was really good, though. Was he real, though? Yeah, he was real. Spoiler okay. alert. Spoiler. <laughs> the movie's two years old. Get over it. <laughs> you got me. You got me. The dry delivery got me. Oh, my God. That's good. It's two years old. Get over it. All right, guys. Let's talk about the Dell. The does. Oh, God. I'm so tired. Adele... Adele Tain. Star Trek. Strange New Worlds. This came out a day ago at the time of this recording, and this is a show on Paramount Plus. A show. Better not be written by... I don't know. Did I say this last time? Did we we talk about this? You say it so much that everyone knows about your Star Trek Discovery feelings. It's it old hat, Ben. We all know. Better not be the Star Trek Discovery. 
Uh, yeah, we, I famously don't like the Star Trek Discovery, and I don't want any. I don't want anybody's hot dog fingers mixing up this uh, pudding. Hot dog fingers. Uh, <laughs> get your hot dog fingers out of the Star Trek pudding. Star Trek Strange New Worlds trailer is dope. Uh, the music is dope. It, yeah, you're right. Uh, I was watching this and I kept thinking, I wonder if this is what the original Star Trek looked like in Gene Roddenberry's head, like when he was, like, because I feel like this is what it was, what the original series was supposed to feel like. I wonder if this was what is in his head, what it looked like. Was Lizer threats led him on this long march from home, and would he not rather have stayed there, in peace? This war will make corpses of his soul. I wonder if he traveled and warp speed. Um, this does look good, but I'm just so burned by discovery. I'm, 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 I'm scared to get excited about it, Nick. But I tell you this, I'll tell you this: when I get Paramount Plus yep. to watch the Halos, I will watch this. Halo's good. It's pretty good. I like it. I don't have any attachment to the games, but I like the show so far. Mostly with Cortana. Like, once Cortana showed up, it got 50 times better. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, we'll check it out. We will check it yep. out. Um, what, what what can the folks at home check out? Well, they can check out our Instagram, at Trailer Blazers Podcast, which is where I post the new episode posts and questions times when we do those and stuff like that. You can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, Mike Muburn sent me a really long email about Kirby when because we, we asked to know about Kirby, the, that Kirby open world game. So he was he was sending me some musings about Kirby. And uh, he said the title was More Information Than You Asked For Regarding Kirby. <laughs> uh, he's, he pointed out that uh, they make it really hard to rent we or not we uh, Switch games because the the cartridges are so small, so it's like you have to commit and the price never drops. So he was like having internal struggles about whether he would ever play the Kirby game. Um, so if you want to email us like Mike, you can do that at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers for new episode updates. But I'm uh, I'm not one of Elon's lackeys, so I don't use Twitter, so I'm not going to check the notifications. Uh, if you want to be uh, extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is the best way for the show to gain traction. And if you do, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens. Yeah, folks, I'll tell you what happens. Uh, you never think about somebody trying to play mind games on you. Like uh, maybe the maybe that lady who's so paranoid about the mannequin in the window. Maybe somebody did that on purpose and they thought, well, somebody, I don't know who on the building across the street, but it might be funny if they got kind of scared of this hair mannequin looking at them every day and every night. And we're going to keep it backlit. And they committed to it and paid the power bill to backlight that thing. Do you ever think people do that? I don't know. Now, I don't personally do stuff like that try to mess with people's minds. The same people that do this probably gaslight people, and, and that's just not, that's not treating people very well. Um, I don't believe in karma, but Bailey, let me just tell you a word of advice. If you treat people nice, they might be nice back to you, and that is a tip. 
Thank you, Quick Mickey, Effervescent, Reticulated, Resplendent, as always, for the Trailer Blazers. My name is Nick Kelly, and I feel like I talked too much about Moon Knight at the top of the show, but hey, it is what it is. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm I'm fairly certain I could take out a very large dinosaur with a minigun within 13 seconds. Happy Trailsers. <laughs> folks to the vid yo games one quarter portion of the show though this again once again is uh, going to be very light on content not really a one quarter portion um, we do have some upsetting news well it's not upsetting news it's just news that neither of us care about i'm a little upset okay well sure we can be a little upset this so starfield it's you know we're very excited about starfield it's probably my most awaited game i don't it's in my top five yeah, we definitely we definitely want to play this single player experience. But now there's a rumor leaking around. There's a it's leaking. It's like a plumbing leak. It's like a drain pipe leak that gets in your crawl space and smells like doo doo. Yep. There's a rumor that there is going to be a MMO spinoff game uh, coming out that's like a prequel to Starfield, set 20 years beforehand during the Colony Wars. Uh, we don't like MMOs. We don't. Um, I'm guessing they made this because Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online have made them money, and they want to make more money, which I'm not hating on you. Make that coin, baby. Do it. Stack that paper. But you're not going to be stacking paper from this individual or Mr. Kelly. Yeah. So if you like MMOs, there might be a Starfield MMO, but I just want that single-player Starfield. Yeah, I'm I'm not into MMOs. I don't want to do this. What upsets me is that I don't want to miss out on some kind of lore because I'm not playing some MMO. Can't you read the Wikipedia page like you do for movies with twists? I'm going to have to, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. So, I doubt they'll do that. Maybe they'll, I mean, they could do like a grimoire like Destiny has, you know. I don't want to read lore. I just want it to be in storyline. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yeah. You know what? Be, you know what they could do next. They could make like a thirty-minute-long animated thing before the game comes out that walks you through all the lore of the MMO, and then you're prepped and ready to go for Starfield. That I'd be okay with. I'd be okay with that too. Agreed. Objection. <laughs> oh, uh, I just want to. Have you been watching any of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff? Yes. Did you see Amber Heard's lawyer object to his own question? It's a mess. What a clown. I mean, I don't like Amber Heard. I think I've said that before on this. Like, I, yeah, no, we don't. We're not Amber Heard fans. I think Amber she's the Heard devil. Fans. Oh. <laughs> she might be. No, I think she's insane, though, and, like, cruel. I think she's a cruel person. But her yeah. lawyer asked a question and objected to his own question, and the judge was like, you asked the question, and he went, oh, right. Like, liar, liar. <laughs> if she's paying him money... I, I'm very curious to how much money she's paying. She's going to rip his spine out of his back when when she's off camera because I think she's a violent psychopath. She's she, What's that movie where the, the woman is like reptilian? Um, v? 
No, no, no. It's like, this is an old movie, and it's like a low budget. Species. Species. That's it. She's like species. Yeah, she's species. So she might be able to rip spines out. Yep. Uh, all right, so that uh, we have that uh, rumor news, and then we have a new new trailer for Among Us VR. I never played Among Us. Did you play? Yeah, it? I played it a few times with uh, in a group with a bunch of friends. It was a real good time, real good oh, yeah. fun mobile game. Uh, I never played it with strangers. I only played it with friends. Now playing it in VR would be a million times funner, but I wouldn't want to do it also with strangers. And it seems impossible to me to get that many people with VR setups to make it worth it. So I don't. I think what a great game to have in VR, but then it's like, yeah, but you need like like five or six people with VR setups, and that doesn't seem feasible to me. That would be that'd be hard to coordinate. Yeah, real hard, like undoable. Yeah. So yeah. a good concept, but execution sounds impossible to me. Yeah, I sold my VR headset. You know, I sold yep. it, and um, now the thought of like doing stuff in VR makes me tired. I'm gonna get the PlayStation VR two when that comes out because I don't get sick from it or anything. But I'm not gonna. I just don't see other people having this and being able to play Among Us with me. I I think you yeah you might get like one or two playthroughs out of yeah, it. Yeah, I just don't. So it's cool, but it just doesn't seem feasible unless you want to play with strangers, which I don't. Nope. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for the video game content. That's it, folks. Yep, that's all I got. That's it. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I object to my own line of questioning. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a spinoff of Sleeping Ben Moon. Happy Trailers. <laughs> Adrienne Barbeau and Armageddon, an outrageous pair in the incredible adventure that grows on you or all over you. The adventures of Armageddon.